I'm a destroyer of all. Um, all right. Mini episode number two. What are we doing, Yes, Will? we're going to talk about... Um, uh, we're going to play a new game called Guess It Wrong, right? Okay, I read uh, what your notes are. Okay, that. so uh, we're going to do uh, Drew so Brees like, and... Am I supposed to base it on that person's like real life, or it's supposed to be like completely... No, not... like you can't guess anything right. Well, that's how you get it wrong. That's how you get it right. You have to guess it wrong. Right, but if you say... This is really confusing. Oh, but yeah. if you say something true about the person that actually exactly. is true in real life, you got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're going to buzz me or something? Yeah, yeah. So there's some questions here. We'll get the buzzer going. Okay. Um, let's see. Do we have a good buzzer? Nope. That'll be our buzzer for now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> conspiracy theory. You haven't changed the conspiracy theory. Yet. No, I got to do it. All right. And then we're going to talk about Kevin Durant and his injury and just, to, but not that. We're to, you know. Just the concept of, yeah, yeah we'll, the injuries in sports we'll and how it, we save it for the podcast. expectations. Yo, welcome back to that guy show podcast it's brought to you by Wise Fools Media. I'm William. My name is Matt. That guy show podcast is a podcast for men amen <laughs> that was bad there's so many buttons and things i have to press and like look up and i always forget to go back to my yeah, show notes and, for I'm, the intro. and i'm just chilling here doing my thing here doing, doing thing. my thing mini show number two will are you ready yeah all right, so tell me about this guess it game. Where, All right, so it's it's a thing you saw on Reddit, right? Yeah, on Reddit, and then I've seen some people do it on YouTube, and then we're just gonna steal it. Okay, because I, I thought it was kind of fun, and but I think you'd be a lot better at it than the people that I saw on YouTube doing. It, Are right? you saying that I'm full of yes malarkey? So here's how it works, friends. Um, I'm gonna give uh, since we don't have a picture or anything like that, or a post that people can see while they're listening to this podcast. We're gonna do something like. They would do on the game password, right? Okay. So the first one's going to be Drew Brees. So, for example, you cannot say that Drew Brees is a football player. That would be a conspiracy, right? Like, that's not real. So I will whisper into the mic, the password is Drew Brees. Okay. Drew Brees. Right? And then we'll start. And I'll ask you questions about this person, and you have to guess all the questions incorrectly. And then we'll see what kind of life story Drew Brees will now have. Does that make sense? Okay. I could see that. You down the clown? Yeah. All right. The password is Drew Breeze. Drew Breeze. Drew Breeze. So who is this person? Um, his name is Lou, Lou. Ferris. Lou Ferris. Lou Ferris, and uh, he is a uh, he's actually a dragon slayer. Whoa. Yeah, he Lou comes Ferris. from the uh, he comes from the mountains of Appalachia. Um, he actually is an immortal, so he doesn't have any. Uh, ending to his life he does have a beginning okay um but it's wrapped in myth mythology so i don't want to speak about it because so is that what he does for a living he's a dragon slayer no that's just who he is okay so Um, what does he do for a living i don't think he has much i mean he does dragon slay he kills all kinds of monsters not just dragons people will uh they have to summon him or it it requires smokes and yeah some latin and stuff but he uh he will be summoned and then uh he will he will kill the dragon no one really knows what he does with like his day life you know what i mean like he doesn't he doesn't mix his work with his personal life a lot um it's surprising though because when you see him he's not uh he's not a very big dragon slayer really you know he's uh 
I lied, true, actually. Because they always fact, talk about Drew Brees in being fact, smaller. In fact, he's actually one of the largest men you'll ever oh, see. Oh, he's one of the largest yeah, men. Yeah, okay. actually, his femur bone itself is about what? six feet. No yes. crap. It's a huge... This dude is huge. His femur is ginormous. So, like, are they famous for something? Or just the... Is it just the femur bone that's that big? Well, it's, it is not proportional to, like, what you would expect in a human body. So, it is... His legs are much longer than his torso. No, wait, but just the femur... Well, the femur part, yeah. So, yeah. like his his knees are lower than you would expect on a normal person. Wow. Okay. So, like, what uh, is this person famous for? Something? Um, well, he's famous for a lot of things, but he does sing while he slays dragons. Really? So he sings a lot. Uh, beautiful voice. Have you have you heard any of the songs? Uh, yes. Can you give us an example of one? Sure. I uh, one of them goes, uh, "I am a dragon slayer." I will slay. And then it, he screams. And He's a screamo. Like, He's a screamo. Yeah. Okay, and then he just starts chopping heads off. So what, what, have they expressed, like, what's their biggest regret? He also has this, he also has this uh, giant scar oh, oh. on the left side of his face. No, you scar. You can't do it. Left nope. side. Nope. It's on the left side. Doesn't matter. It's a scar on the face. He's, he actually has one of the most beautiful complexions you could ever imagine. Really? Like, he looks like a Neutrogena girl. <laughs> <laughs> like straight okay. off of the advertisement, beautiful complexion. Interesting. Uh, women. So uh, what's women? Women fawn over <laughs> just his pores. What's their biggest regret? Uh, what's his biggest regret? Yes. Um, one time he was uh, actually beating a dragon that was really an alligator. It was a prehistoric uh, beast back in the day. Okay. And it was a huge alligator, like not like our little alligators. And um, he uh, he just took his eye off the prize and uh, he lost his left arm. So he's actually a one armed dragon slayer that sings. That sings, yes. Yeah. So luckily he was able to sing. In fact, he started to sing because of the loss of his arm. It was that was the creative oh. uh, spark. Well, just that, so that let, tragedy. Just to let you know, um, Drew Brees is actually uh, a football player. Oh, in real life, in the NFL. Oh no, for shit. the New Orleans Saints. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, so I, you were totally wrong on that. So wow. Good job. Dang it. That was pretty good. Um, I tried. I tried my best. All right. Let's does he have good complexion? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe he does. He didn't buzz me, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, whew. All right. That's so the now button. That's the button right there. Okay. okay. That's the bullshit button. Or yes. I don't even know. It's kind of confusing. Yeah. So if you get it too close to home. Yeah. All right. So who am I going to guess wrong? Do I have to make up a person? Did we determine who these people were going to be? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I know so much you're going to get going down. All right. So the person is Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Okay. All go. right. You ready? Yes. Uh, who is this person? <laughs> uh, this is Johnson McFigglewert. Johnson McFigglewert. Yeah. That, Johnson that Mc it is. Figgleworth. He's from the famous uh, McFigglewert family. Um, they do chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, dang. From a Baby Ruth bar? I don't know. That's, where, that's the only that, thing I could think of. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Dang. He hates chocolate. I'm already feeling this. He hates chocolate. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not not chocolate. Um, they make they make lawnmower parts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, mm. they're the ones that retool the blades when you need them. Mc, oh, nice. Yeah. McFiggleworth yeah. uh, Incorporated. Okay. So, that's that's pretty much what he does. Where does he live? Oh, yeah. He lives in... Um, um, I think he lives in um, Lansing, Michigan. Okay, um, that's where he originated from. You know, he 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 didn't move around a lot. He stayed where he was at, and um, yeah, that's what he is. He, a, he is made he like a very there. is he a very like athletic fit person? Um, yes, he actually is very athletically fit. 
Mm. Um, he looks like he's got a swimmer's bod. Okay, swimmer's right? bod. So that broad shoulders and goes straight down to a nice tight waist, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, all the ladies um, didn't like him. No. They didn't really like him at all. And, uh, you know, it's just bad. He actually lost a couple toes in a bad uh, mowing accident. Was he kind of corny? Was he corny? Yeah, like kind of nutty. No, I don't think so at all. You're really, you're really focusing on the chocolate bar. Um, I, I wouldn't say so. I think he's pretty. I think he ran for mayor. Um, actually, um, what do you think is his biggest regret in his life? Oh, that's easy. His biggest regret was the time that when he applied for college, he didn't realize that um, um, that Corning Women's College was an all women's college, and mm. so he applied and he got in. Because yeah. of his nickname. Um, um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, which was, you know, lovely McDoodles. Yeah. And um, so they, they thought he was he was a girl. And so he went there, and then quickly they were like, no, you can't be here. Oh, that's so... Did he tell them bad. he didn't identify as a man? No, this is before people did that. Okay. And so okay. He, he was just like, well, this is, you know, discrimination, and stop it. Like, you hate people with lawnmowers. And so, you know, they ended up letting him in, um, but they would not give him a statue. They gave everybody that went to the school a statue. Oh, there's like a very large statue garden then. The, no, it is. It's yeah. very large. So to actually get into the school, it's almost like playing Planko. So he got no statue of himself. No statue because because of Johnson McFiggle uh, Worth was a, was a guy. Yeah. And um, Wow. Yeah. He, there is a wood plaque, though, that says Lovely McDoodles. Lovely McDoodles. I think that's that was his nickname. Wow, that is a very pleasant story. Um, I'm willing to put that up. Unfortunately, uh, you're wrong because uh, his name was Babe Ruth. He was a baseball player. No way. And uh, he would point sometimes just to tell you where he was going to hit a home run <laughs> out the park. And I actually know more about the um, candy bar than I do about the player. You do. Lie, so I'm actually going to go get one after this. <laughs> I haven't had a Babe Ruth in... Just for Possibly ever, actually. What? A baby Ruth? Babe Ruth? It's not called baby, baby Ruth. Ruth? No, it's a baby Ruth. It's a baby Ruth. It's a baby Ruth. It's a baby Ruth. Baby Ruth bar. You're wrong. I'm, that's okay. Everyone's wrong. It happens when you get older. Do I have to go fact check you? <laughs> you always try to fact check me on everything. Baby. My my truth is that it's a Babe Ruth bar. No, it's a baby Ruth bar. Baby Ruth bar. Do, 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 do. Oh my gosh. There's like literally. That's what happens when you have kids nowadays. You just, you turn everything into a baby shark song. So don't Google baby Ruth bar because a, literally a naked picture will show up of a woman standing inside of a baby Ruth packaging. It's a, it's like a painting, but still. Oh, it's a very famous painting by Miss Figgles, Miss Miggleworth. No, Mel Ramos. Mel. Good. Mel Ramos. Okay. Even the baby Ruth bar that they're showing looks really unappetizing yeah it's chunky it doesn't have a sleek uh finish to the baby yeah. bar i mean i i think that food should have a certain appetizing look to it i'm thinking a lot candy bars never really did have a good appetizing look do no. they they're log shaped they're brown they can be lumpy I, it's yeah. it's interesting that they took off like so they did do you know what baby ruth is actually or not actually but one of the things that they are famous for you're talking about the uh, bar, the company, the chocolate company? The chocolate. No, they're just the chocolate bar. What it's famous for? Yes. Uh, no. By giving people... Uh, for looking like duty in a pool. From the movie <laughs> Caddyshack. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it was uh, Bill Murray's character comes up and grabs it and like takes a bite out of it. He's like, it's just a baby Ruth. It's just... But it literally looks like a piece of poop. Interesting. Um, so, wow. Speaking of sports and stuff, let's segue... 
Let's segue that conversation. That one right into. So, did you watch the NBA Finals? Nope. All right. So, I'm not gonna lie. I am. I I watched when the Pelicans are in the the playoffs, and I generally Which is not often. Right? And I generally watch a, a finals game. That's pretty much about it. Gotcha. Like I watched the Stanley Cup, which was really exciting. It was the last game really? in hockey. Uh, it came down to like the last game, so it was like winner take all because it was like a tied series. So it was fun to watch like the last game. I like watching hockey. Uh, I like watching basketball, but I could not. I can't get into the whole seasons. There's too many games, like baseball too. There's a crap ton of games. Way too many games. Well, like, even if there was like three games that? in baseball, I still wouldn't watch it because I'd probably fall asleep. Because baseball's the most boring sport. Now, have you that's been? been do, do you agree though? And I think people say this. I don't know if you would agree with it. That being at a baseball game is a different experience than being than watching it on TV. Okay, so being. At a baseball game is a different experience. Watching the game at the game is the same experience. <laughs> so I will go to a game like here. We have a minor league team. We don't have a, you know, we have the baby cakes now, right? But back when I was a kid, when it was the New Orleans Zephyrs, the field was only like a stone's throw away from my house. So they always had fireworks. Yeah, always after had every fireworks. Friday night game. Right? I could see them from my house. You must have been having the time of your life over there. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really could. It was really see annoying. Them, but oh, like, you, you could, could hear them, them. but could you could kind of. I don't know. It's hard. But if you walked out to like the Wind Dixie that's across the street, you could see them. Um, but you could go in after the seventh inning, and you could just go in for free, right? And so you go in, but like getting a hot dog from a from a baseball game and getting a cold drink and sitting there and watching the fireworks, and you can go sit on the field in the back. Yeah, you know. That was the experience of that was fun, and I will bring my kid to that. But I will teach my kid that, listen, you are not here to watch this sport. This sport <laughs> is garbage. It is boring. If you choose to play this sport, I will, you will need to Uber yourself to everything because I will not be one of those parents that goes to baseball games to watch kids play. And I, and I will not feel bad because you knew ahead of time, in full disclosure, that, that I, I was would not, not do be that. there. Exactly. And baseball, are, it's, it's stupid. But if they become a football player, you go to those games? When they're good enough. Wow. I'm just kidding. You're yeah, going to be of course I'm gonna go to that. You're gonna be a super hard ass. No, I'm going to try and get my kids into disc golf, something that I can play with them. <laughs> so, All right, so in the finals game, I know you kind of know that oh, what yeah, happened. Um, so we know that Kevin Durant, he uh, got a torn ACL, and it might take him out for the whole next season. But I think the controversy was everyone knew he was injured. There was no way he was going to be 100%, but they were thinking, well, maybe he could kind of come back for one of the other games. No one really knows. And um, he ends up coming back in. And he just plays like almost the whole time. I mean, they, they put him on the bench for like a few seconds, but I mean, he wasn't like holding back anything. Yeah. Um, but that's how like competitors are. I mean, people who play sports, I mean, they, it's all or nothing, you know? Yeah. So to ask somebody to go out there and just play like half ass, you know, which like the argument is, of course, this dude is so good that him playing half ass is like having two other people on the court. Yeah. yeah. So like him playing half ass, he, they probably would have won that game and every other game. Right. Um, but he was giving it his all. I mean, there wasn't anything nefarious that so, happened. So he, for just, the sake, he just popped. He just popped it. Yeah. I mean, he was just doing like a normal move. I mean, nobody hit him. He didn't have a crazy fall. So for the sake of argument, are you also saying that Toronto only won because the other team didn't have their full team playing? Yes. I, I, I don't like the Golden State Warriors because they beat the Pelicans, and that's the only other game I've watched Hasn't in the last three years. Hasn't everybody beat the Pelicans? In the playoffs. We went to the playoffs last year, yeah. and they beat us in the playoffs. But hasn't everybody beat us in the playoffs? No, they've been in the playoffs like twice. I, I don't. I think that's my point. Um, that's not your point. Anyway, my point is, 
Um, no, I mean, I think anyone, I think anyone would say, I mean, Toronto is a very good team. They're, they're a great team. So, yeah, yeah. but I mean, I mean, they're Canadian, but I mean, but I think collectively as a team, they are much better, like outside your top two yeah. best players. They're like, their depth is amazing. Everybody's good. They work together. They're awesome. But like when you have two, when you have like your Scotty Pippen and your Michael Jordan, mm. I mean, you just can't replace those two guys. That reminds me of my childhood. So basically what I'm saying is, you know, your Steph Curry and your Kyle Durant are kind of like that. Am I non Kevin? Exactly. I'm not even a sports person. But the point of the conversation <laughs> was, well, uh, it wasn't just about like, you know, do they treat athletes, you know, really like you would normally you should treat a person like do we or and us as fans do we really expect them to go out there to give it their all because the argument is like look we can win when you play yeah we pay you all this money you just come out and play yeah who cares you might get hurt you might ruin your career you might ruin your season but that's what you get paid for and if you can if you can help this team win and you're sitting on the bench you're betraying you're betraying your team you're betraying the whole thing you stand for as a teammate as a player you need to put your body on the line like everybody else is and you need to play until you're so hurt you can't go on right yeah and is that a, do you feel okay with that because on one end i'm like well yeah i mean i mean dude makes so many millions of dollars you're just like how can you feel bad for me yeah, go out there punish your body until it breaks till it pops so you can't take it anymore and you got to retire because that's what you're getting paid so to how do. many people have like played the system right where they know they're coming up on free agency the next year so they don't play their hardest because they want to make sure that they can still you know keep up especially if you're on a team well that's it not goes good, it right? goes both ways though well so if you're up on free agency in any sport you have to be normally that they have their best year because they have to they have to prove their case. If they have one good year and they they're able to land a contract for three or four years and they get paid a lot of money, then that's when you coast after you sign the big deal, not before you sign the big deal. So generally speaking, that last year you get a lot out. Yeah. But in a, this situation, when you have an injury, which was I don't know if you call it minor, in the middle there, but there was a chance he was going to come back. And you're like, it's it's on the fence. Right. He could kind of play, but a worse injury could happen. He's not 100%. It could make it worse. This is like your last game or two. I mean, you're and you're also asking him to come in. They were they were down like three games or whatever. So it's like, yeah. then you know, then how did the, how did the games. how did the series finish? Do you like do you the know? total? They yeah. would have they would have played only one more game. So like the Toronto won in Golden State, but if Golden State would have won that game. It would have gone one more game to Toronto. So Toronto won in Golden State. They in didn't Golden even win State in Toronto. Yeah, actually, this was an anomaly year because I want to say what I heard him say was that there was more road wins than like in history and in, in finals yeah. history, or at least in a very long time. That's so crazy. like Golden State won in Toronto. Toronto won in Golden State. Mm-hmm. It was it was like weird that that it was kind of how that was going. But so, anyway, I my, I guess my point is. When it, we're considering that, like when I say that, like you're making, you know, 50 million, 100 million, you're million, millions and millions. I mean, you're just yeah. making just huge amounts of money. Yeah. And uh, more power to you. Make as much money as you want. But when you're making that much money, do you really deserve my compassion or do I want you to just go out there, put it all on the line, get hurt, get, take a year off? Who cares? Like, like, is that an okay mentality? Because when I try to apply that to my my real life as a fan, right? Yeah. If I applied that to Drew Brees, or if I applied that to Deuce McAllister, or somebody that you know you cheer for, that you like as a person, as a member of the community, would I feel terrible if if I'm like, 
you know, Drew Brees has some minor injury that they that he's like he's not over yet. We're trying to save him for the playoffs, but we might not make it to the playoffs. And so they, they decide to bring him in a game, and that injury, he, he it ruins it, and, it, and he's got to retire. Like, that ruins his career, that one game, because we couldn't try to win without him. We tried to push him out on the field, and that was how he left. That's how he left. I would feel I dirty. Mean, I, I feel dirty wanting him to do that because it wasn't smart. Well, I would feel dirty for that, but... I mean, I wouldn't feel dirty. I, I would feel bad for him in the situation. But at the same time, that's what we hired him to do. Like, we hired, like, Drew Brees is our quarterback because we believe that through the thick and thin, he's going to be the one that carries us to a Super Bowl, right? And so if he is, uh, you know, let's say he twisted his ankle, right? And he goes back out there and then does something more damage. And then he goes back out there and does even more damage, right? I mean, but the whole reason why he's on the team is to play, you know, it's not to be benched. So it depends on the injury. I mean, if and he, do you think that the if he breaks his neck, I don't think he should go back out there and play. You do you know? think that the team or the player should have the most say over that? Because I think the argument, one of the complications in this is that an athlete may not have his own best interest at heart because he's he's too attached to his team. He's too attached to, he's just a competitor. He's trained to play through the injury, to do whatever he's got to do. And then sometimes a person over you has to say, no, dude, this is not okay. Like, we don't want to, like, you can miss a few games and you can come back and be and be healthy, or we can push you these one or two games and you could do something that, that could be more damaging. Like, should there be a person makes that decision for the athlete or should that decision be up to the athlete or should it be both because could an athlete just pretend like you know what i'm not my leg's not feeling 100 percent, and there's no medical evidence to suggest that his mm -hmm. leg isn't okay do you just trust the athlete do you have to have a combination well i don't know how exactly it works with with pay right so like if you miss a certain amount of games based on injury you know you do have guaranteed money right but do you get paid per game as well so if you're not playing should you get paid well, I mean, I think that there's, yeah, I mean, I think there's a, I think every sport has a little different, but yeah, I do think you should get paid something, but I don't, I think in most cases, if you go on injured reserve, yeah. but I think it's part of the contract. Because like, at so what like, point is it like, oh, I have a tummy ache, I can't play this game. And they're like, you serious? Well, like, you're not going to play this game? Like, and then, guaranteed money is all about, is but, what it's all about in the NFL. So I right, think in that case. But the team case, can totally just release them and just be like, he can't even play through a tummy ache. Come yeah, but you're but if you guarantee money, you do have to pay that person. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. Part. So I think that that's part of the yeah, because if you guarantee it, what's to stop the player from just like, right. not playing? So we talked about getting old, right? Earlier. Yeah. At what point, like, if someone offered you a million dollars to go play in the NFL today, would you go do it? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll play that one game and take my million dollars out because I'm going to be injured the crap out of myself, you know, and I'm not talking pulling the muscle. Like I'm gonna be out on concussion what, protocol what, in the first what play. What position do you think you you could pull off? Or wide or, receiver? Or would you would try? You would wide receiver? One hundred percent. Okay. You want to know why? Because one, they would never throw the ball to me because I'm not fast enough, and two, the amount of contact I would get is very minimal. Now, what position are they gonna put me in? They'd probably put me in that running back just to teach me a lesson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know, because even at quarter quarterback, I can throw the ball away and stop the play. I would uh, I would I would be going for punter. That's what I'd be going for. That's Dude, you would train. be the funniest looking punter out there. I want to see you punt. I, I used to punt. I'm going to teach my kid how to <laughs> kick a ball. I always thought, like, you know, they have kicking camp. And, you know, we have, uh, uh, what's his name? A famous kicker. 
Uh, oh, Tom Dempsey. Tom, no, well, yes. Okay, Tom Dempsey, very famous kicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, slightly more famous, uh, even though maybe not as famous because oh, he didn't have a half a foot, is Morton Anderson. And he has a kicking camp. And, and you know, and you can send your kids like kick camp. Did you say Morton Anderson has half a foot? No, I said Tom Dempsey. Yeah, okay. Tom okay. I'm just making sure. Um, but anyway, I was thinking it'd be great to teach my son how to kick. Yeah. Right? Because it's like, if he ends up being just half good, because I think it's like it's like a good bit of mental uh, toughness, you know, and just training to kick a ball. Because I was fairly, it's a lot of mental toughness I was, I was to was take soccer. all the ribbing you're getting for being a punter in the NFL. <laughs> well, first of all, I don't think any of those punters feel bad because they're making no. they're making Who's good that money. Punter for the Colts, I used to be for the Colts. He was hilarious, man. He did funny stuff. Um, but I was just like, I wasn't thinking about going to the NFL. I was just saying, like, if you could be a decent kicker in high school. Then and you could handle that pressure because yeah because you're going to be asked to make long field goals to win the game or lose yeah. it, but you could to me I feel like there's you could get a scholarship man and go to some random college anywhere in the world kick the ball and uh, you know put yourself through college and then that way I wouldn't feel the pressure of having to do a college fund so that's really my my what I'm, I don't know why I'm on this topic me but either. I was just randomly throwing that out there I, I thought about it I was like you know what just send him to some kick camps let him kick his way through college and then uh, you know he can get a good job dude that is the most solid plan <laughs> I'm your, all about for your kid's future I've ever heard you speak I'm all about the solid plans. I'm gonna send my kid to a kick camp just one yeah and then he's gonna go play and go to college yeah just on kicking and uh, and it's the safest spot on the field mom will be okay with it because i mean every now and then he'll get lit up but as a general rule he's not gonna get hit too often yeah i don't i don't know i've seen some kickers get get hit pretty hard oh no they get lit up every now when they get lit up it's for real like you very rarely get a little you might get a little tip tap on the foot but then you draw a penalty so it was like a success But I know when you get lit up, you get lit up. Like when somebody's running back, a kick, you didn't kick yes. far enough. So since and, you've planned this out for your son, uh, what is Natty uh, going to major in? you going to plan everything out for him? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll probably do philosophy. Um, I'm, oh, like I'm, his old man. Yeah, yeah, like his old man. Um, I, uh, I, If he doesn't kick his way into college, then I'm probably going to send him to seminary. <laughs> Uh, following my sorry son sorry son no sex for you (laughs) just in college (laughs) just in college no sex for you oh yeah he can he can leave he can leave i mean you know just graduate from the college seminary get the formation and then do whatever you know yeah i like it anyway uh what the hell are we talking about i don't know we went off tangent but so bottom line is what is the morality of or what is yeah. What's the morality when it comes to being injured for these players that are making millions and millions of dollars? Like, do, do you guys out there, do you guys feel like we're paying you $30 million, get your ass out there and play? Or do you feel like, I know we're paying you $30 million, dude, but you got to take care of yourself. Right? Yeah, and that's part on you too. I, I don't, I mean, it's a complicated, I, I feel like obviously if the player decides they want to play, then I do think it's their decision to make. Granted, like you said, there has to be a line. I mean, you yeah. know, if your if your shoulders dislocated and they tape it to your body and you go running out there because you're gonna try to kick the game winning field goal or something. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, there has to be a point where if you have like a if you think your your neck might be like you know fractured or your coll- you know what I mean. Like, if your collarbone's jacked up, you can't go out there yeah. and take hits at a football field. But you know what is one of the safest sports to play? Baseball. I don't know about that. I do. You really think it's the safest sport? I mean, you can you run in full speed at another person. You can get hit with that friggin' rock that they throw. What about softball? Who came up with that name? 
That ball is not even soft. It's a giant ball. It's, it's softer than a baseball. Cabbage ball should be called softball, and softball should yeah. be called cabbage ball. There's a lot of injuries in cabbage ball. Could you play <laughs> that on concrete? No <laughs> one knows what cabbage ball is, by the way. Uh, no one knows. Is that not like a, a big thing? I don't know. I think it's just, I've only heard of it when we came down here to New Orleans. Oh, really? It's not like a cabbage ball is like maybe a it is. I don't know. Sport. But I've never heard anybody talk about, oh, yeah, when I played cabbage ball as a kid. But when you come down to New Orleans, you're like, oh, when I played cabbage ball as a kid. The blacktop, like, yeah. the blacktop sport right there. I know. You played baseball. Cabbage ball was this big old ball that was like kind of soft it's kind of soft it was heavy but it's, yeah it's very heavy and so you're like this kid in a coach at, you know until you get older oh, you're, the coach is nothing. pitching it to you and you go and swing at it as hard as you can it's like hitting a brick wall oh, it's like dude your wrist your wrist have never felt the vibration and you're on concrete and you have to run as fast as you can to the next base oh, dude yeah. i've slid oh yeah dude Oh yeah, not on purpose, man. Because you you some rocks. It's because you were wearing chucks, which you're not supposed to wear while playing sports. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> my sister would play in. Uh, do you remember jellies, the shoes? Oh, oh yeah. Girls yeah. would know it. It kind of came back in style, but these these jelly shoes also had like a little heel on them too. And she was like, I don't know, seven or eight or something like that. I don't know how old she was, but she'd play in those shoes. Like she loved those shoes. Yeah, dude, cabbage ball. Like you would hit that ball, and it was like hitting a like a medicine ball. I mean, it just felt like yeah, that's exactly it. Oh my gosh, I think oh your wrists would shake. So much fun. Ding. And no gloves. Yo, no, there's no gloves. In it. It yeah, it, you had to catch. The but this ball, ball is like the size of like. A child's like, head, a small child's head. I was going to say a six-pound bowling ball. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the smaller kid bowling ball. But yeah, a child's head. Like a about, little child's head. It yeah. probably weighs the same, too. Yeah, yeah, eight pounds. Who knows what they sew in that thing? It might be child's heads. What the heads. heck is in there? <laughs> I don't know. Cabbage ball will light you up. That'll make a that'll make a man out of you. Dude, we should we should start a cabbage ball. A cabbage ball league? League. No, dude. I don't know if you've been paying attention. We should start a Nerf league if we started any kind of league it'd be like a nerf football my favorite sport to play is nerf football backyard football i can yeah. throw i can throw a nerf football i miss the vortex oh the vortexes i put the whistle oh that the, would hurt so hard when you hit catch it wrong with the whistle you'd be like <laughs> did you have the ones that light up that would light up so you play at night oh, no, I wasn't fancy. there's there's no <laughs> sorry i lived on the other we side played, of the we canal played, we played street hockey in metairie yes well with you rollerblades and the no, old blue recycling bins as the goals there's nothing safer than going out for a pass in in pitch black dark listening to the whistle and the, <laughs> the vortex like street, and seeing the light and just running and tripping and running ball? in the trees Oh yeah, street ball will with cars tear parked you in up. the street. Oh yeah, oh, got, yeah, fun. cars parked in the facing the wrong direction because apparently outside New Orleans, yeah. you have to only park your car on a certain side of the street. When was the last time you saw a kid playing in the street? Oh, we have kids playing our street. We have a loop, and they all come in. They all play in the loop. Okay. And it's funny okay. because we have like a main drag that attaches to another neighborhood, and then we literally have a loop. Yeah. And like, the, of course, the loop is not very traveled, but everyone plays basketball in yeah. the spot where there is travel. I don't know the last time I saw kids just like playing in the street. Yeah, it still happens. Like where you had you only had, they had to like a, move there. Like, dude, we would play soccer in the street, football in the street. Oh yeah. So it'd be like like Wayne's World, like it was a real thing. Like game off, game on. Game, yeah, yeah. You had to stop for cars. like we had to drag the the buckets out of the way, or you know, for our goals, and we'd have to drag them out the way so we could a car could pass. Oh yeah. But you do it like thirty times in the middle of a fifteen minute yeah game a we lot. played in the street like it was normal yeah we definitely parents would just come outside and just is be that, like is that not done anymore people don't play in the streets uh, dude i don't think so maybe that's why kids are soft you know unless nowadays. you live on a loop unless you live on a loop i mean i have seen kids on like a calder sack play in the street and stuff like that but you know who goes down that road? oh yeah we we played on the street whole lives i don't know do you do you guys uh 
Do you guys think that players should play injured? Do you guys think that they're it paid enough? Up, should it be up to them? Do you think your kids should go to kick camp? And then <laughs> do you and think kick the their way to play, a brighter future? Play in the street. If you think this, then join us for the next episode. You're going to love it. All right. Follow us on uh, social media, That Guy Show. Um, also on Wise Fools Media on Instagram and Wise Fools Media on Facebook. WiseFoolsMedia.com for blogs and more. And if you want to leave a comment or question to be played on the air, hit us up at That Guy Show at Wise Fools Media. Or you can even call us, dude, and leave a voicemail at 985-503-7867. That last one was a high five. The first one was me clapping. 985-503-7867. I'm William. I'm Matt. This is That Guy Show. Peace. Honorable.